Today, we're going to talk about how the body responds to trauma. Last time, we talked about the fight, flight, and freeze responses to trauma. Today, we're going to also add the fawn response to trauma. The fawn response is when people engage in people-pleasing types of behaviors in order to avoid conflict and avoid the abuse. In other words, people try to appease the abuser and please the abuser, which is oftentimes also tied up with codependency and trying to do anything to make the abuser happy or appeased so that then they do not continue to abuse them. These responses are really important in terms of understanding our reactions to trauma and to traumatic events. And what happens is once we have one of these kinds of reactions, then trauma can be stored in the body. We have this traumatic response of the fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response, and then our body gets activated. And what happens is, is it triggers a response of hormones, such as adrenaline or cortisol. And these types of hormones have a huge impact on our body. It might cause us to have things like an increased heart rate or rapid breathing. And if these types of responses continue and become chronic, this can lead to what is called post-traumatic stress disorder. Post-traumatic stress disorder is when we have these types of reoccurring events and then the responses get stored within our body. One way that it can get stored is through muscle tension and pain. So oftentimes you'll hear that survivors will have things like fibromyalgia, which is chronic pain or other types of pain. For me, I have TMJ, which is in my jaw. And so my jawbone and my teeth constantly clench. And then I also notice a lot of pain and tension within my neck and within my shoulders. And so when I go into that traumatic response, I notice my jawbone clenching down and my neck and my shoulders all clenching up. I used to have an acupuncturist and she said all the time, let's not wear our shoulders as earrings. And that is exactly how I would respond to trauma. So you might notice these kinds of physical reactions within yourself. In addition, trauma can also have long-term effects on the nervous system. And when we have chronic stress and a heightened state of alertness, this can lead to things like headaches and it can also lead to sleep disturbances and it can have an impact on the immune system and make people more susceptible to illnesses or diseases or infections. It's interesting because I was always sick and I could never figure out why I was always sick. So now that I understand more about trauma, I understand that I was always sick because of what was happening. 
And it's really interesting because I can trace back through my life now and I can look at different states and I can look at different relationships and I can see that I was always getting an infection or that I was always sick somehow or felt sick somehow within that relationship. And now I can see that that was an indicator that I was in a trauma response and that that is how it was manifesting through those physical symptoms. Trauma can also affect brain functioning, including memory and emotional regulation and decision making. These are things to keep in mind. If you're noticing any of these symptoms, maybe look around and see what's happening around you. This is your body's way of telling you that there is distress and that there might be a need for a change in order to be able to allow your body to get out of that distress and to be able to return to a calm state or a more balanced state. The way in which I like to look at these physical responses is just more of like an alert. So whenever I have a physical response, like my jaw clenching or my neck clenching or my shoulders clenching, I say, okay, my jaw just clenched up. That's a sign that something has happened. So what am I feeling right now? And I take a minute and I try to think that through. What is going on with me right now? What am I reacting to? And sometimes like it's something at work or it's something with my family or something with my partner. And I try to just take a moment and feel my body and feel what my body is reacting to. Then I can try to figure out, is this a trauma response? Or is this like a anxiety? Or what is going on within me? And what is this triggering within me that I am having this kind of a response? So I encourage you to think through and maybe reflect upon where does trauma live within you? Where do you notice your trauma responses within your body? And what is that response? Is that a clenching of your shoulders? Or is that your stomach feeling like it's flip-flopping? Where does that live? And becoming aware of that, maybe even taking some time to jot it down if that's something that uh, works for you or drawing a picture of that particular part of your body but just really whatever it is focusing on that part of your body and trying to understand what's going on within it and it might not just be that one part of your body there might be multiple parts of your body that are affected so like I said my jaw my neck my shoulders are primary, but also I notice it a lot within my gut. And sometimes, depending on the response, I also notice it within my chest as well. My chest will, will contract. Think through where that exists within your body. Trauma can also impact the way that we experience emotions. Let's talk about how these emotions are experienced within the body. We might experience numbing or like a deadening of emotions. And other folks might experience really intense emotions that are incredibly difficult to manage. So it might be really intense 
pain or really intense fear. And what happens is, is over time, these emotional responses become a habit and it can lead to long-term types of things such as depression or anxiety where we just feel like we are hyper aroused all the time. Our body's response to these emotions and to trauma becomes dysregulated and our body becomes out of balance. And then this can lead to chronic activation of our sympathetic nervous system and a decrease functioning in our parasympathetic nervous system. So that is really where our anxiety comes from and our panic attacks and all of these different emotions and things that we have is these activations of our sympathetic and deactivations of our parasympathetic nervous system. It's really important to become aware also of the emotional reactions. So we've just talked about the bodily reactions in terms of where does trauma exist within your body. And then once you establish that and you've been able to become aware of what happens within you, then the next step is to become aware of what emotions are associated with that reaction and response within your body. For example, when I'm clenching my jaw and I'm clenching my neck and my shoulders and wearing them as earrings, I typically am in a state of very, very high anxiety. I have been able to identify that as being anxiety. And then what I can do is I can use coping mechanisms such as deep breathing or mindfulness or some kind of meditation to help me to calm down and help my body to release that reaction in that moment. For example, if I'm in a moment and I can't get out of that particular environment, I might be interacting with someone and I'm noticing that this reaction is happening, but I might not be able to leave that particular situation at that time. I can even try to say things to myself inside of my head that will help me to release that reaction. I can do deep breathing in that moment to help me release that reaction. Sometimes you can't get out of situations and and they might not be bad situations. Like for example, it might be I'm thinking of a situation like at work or, or something where I've been triggered and I, I feel activated. And it's not necessarily a bad situation. It's just it triggered me for whatever reasons. And so then I can go inside and I can start doing some self-talk and I can also do some deep breathing to help myself calm down within that moment. Try to become aware of what those reactions are within you, where they live within you, and what is that emotional response. Through this, you can start to change those neural pathways, that brain chemistry that's within you. Because what happens with trauma is it impacts those brain processes and that causes us to respond to stress in these different ways. If we can learn that, 
and we can change our chemistry in that way of having trauma impact our neural pathways. We can also do things to directly change those neural pathways and change our brain chemistry to react in different ways, in more calm and balanced and relaxed ways. I encourage you to think through all of those ways that trauma impacts your body and make some notes about them or do something creative like we discussed. Now I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about how we can reroute our brain chemistry. Awareness is first and that's the step that I'm asking you to engage in. Really honing in on your body and where the trauma exists within your body and then what emotions are associated with that trauma response. Next week, we will continue our conversation on trauma and talk more about steps you can take to ease your trauma reactions. And release the trauma stored in your body. In the meantime, please like and subscribe to this podcast and share it with anyone you know. Also join the Self-Heal Movement group on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. Thank you.